Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sakima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we're having another great day today. I want to talk to you about something so prevalent in my life. Those that know that have been watching me on Facebook know that I've been sick the last couple of days and I never, not that I'm too good for it, but you've never seen me ask for prayer on Facebook ever. I usually keep my circumstances or situations private. I have a public life to minister the gospel. And so that's just my little pet peeve to keep it private. But I was in so much pain and I'm still in so much pain. I had to go to the hospital and um, I'm now waiting to go see a doctor to see what's going on with me. I thank you for the prayers. I mentioned it and so many people responded. They prayed for me. Thank you so much. I honor that. I honor the union that we have in Christ. I honor you. But I want to talk about the faithfulness of Yahweh. What's so prevalent to me right now is reminding myself. And sometimes you got to remind yourself of this. And y'all know that know me. I'm very transparent. So... Um, but I take my cue from King David. The Bible said that King David would go and edify himself in the Lord. He would go in the night watch. He would even go out naked and worship. He would edify and build himself up in the Lord. Why? He must have been going through something and he knew that God was the solution. The complete answer was inside of Yahweh and inside of Yahweh's faithfulness. So while I'm talking about Yahweh's faithfulness, you are beginning to edify yourself in the Lord as you call upon Yahweh's faithfulness. As you bring Yahweh's faithfulness into remembrance, who do you have to bring it into remembrance? I'll tell you who you have to bring it into remembrance. You got to bring it into remembrance to you. Because it's so easy to share God's faithfulness with everyone around you or minister around the world or conferences or crusades or whatever that we do or whatever you do at your work or wherever you're at. It's so easy to talk about the goodness of God and God's faithfulness. But in our hour of desperation or our hour of pain or our hour of uncertainty, and don't kid yourself, every minister has the same feelings and trials and testings and weaknesses that you do or gone through in their life or still going through. We still must build ourselves up in the Lord. So I encourage you to build yourself up in the Lord. Because you're building up yourself in faith that you may remember and respond to life and life situation <clears throat> by the knowledge of God's faithfulness. Because sometimes in life, everything will tell you God's not being faithful, life's not being faithful, or circumstances didn't work out the way you wanted it to. So therefore, oh, something must be wrong. Where's God? What's he doing? Why is he doing it like this? But I remember um, God spoke this to me a month ago and he spoke this to me about Abraham giving up Isaac. Now, what kind of God would require your only son? Now, you've been promised a son. You couldn't have a son. You had an Ishmael, but but you didn't have a son of your own blood out of the wife of your own love. That was the Egyptian wife that he had that Sarah gave him. 
so he could have a son to help fulfill the promise. And that's what we do. We try to help fulfill the promise. But the son that he did give him, Yahweh did begin to demand of him and required of him. So you have to realize that Yahweh will require of you things beyond your comprehension or understanding. Now, we read it in the Bible and we praise Abraham and say, hey, hallelujah, Abraham, look what you did. You are such a man of faith. You're such a man of faith that when you had Isaac on the table, a ram showed itself up and God delivered you. And it sounds like an incredible story, but the truth of the matter is he was probably more dazed, more confused, more uncertain, maybe even angry at his God that the very promise he promised him was about to be put to death by himself. Oh, I'm preaching now. But Yahweh in the middle of a death wilderness experience will show up faithful. Maybe not the way you think, maybe not the way you want, but the way he does. He's a sovereign moving God. Now, don't get me wrong. I teach people in the up here to move sovereignly because God wants all of his children to be mature sons and daughters ruling and reigning as kings and priests in the earth according to revelations and that we move sovereignty sovereignly and the sovereign of our governance in the earth as a king and as a priest and that is what God desires and he's so blessed by it but don't ever think that God doesn't move sovereignly and that sovereignly may test you to the core but he alone is faithful. He alone is faithful. So when you're going through your trial or you're going through your loss or you're going through that which you don't understand, you can stand up by faith and go sit in the mercy seat on the other side of the veil. Go sit in the place of Yeshua because of Yeshua. I love this. When you go in the mercy seat, God can only see you as you. He don't see iniquity. He don't see sin. He don't see failures. He don't see shortcomings. He sees you as the light being of the glory of who he is and who he was and who he shall ever be because that is what abides in you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And as you're sitting in the precious blood of Yeshua in that mercy seat, you are being as God in the earth. You're being as God in your earth, no matter what you lose in this life, no matter what you gain in this life, no matter what position you sit in. When you go sit in the mercy seat of Christ on the other side of the veil, all of that fades away. Because in him I live, I move, I have my being. And his faithfulness calls me to the mercy seat. And in the mercy seat is when I see my true self. And the mercy seat is not where I see my failures. It's not where I see my sins. It's not where I see my iniquities. It's not where I see all my shortcomings. And the mercy seat is where I see the perfection of what Yeshua the Christ did on the cross and embreded the yod hey va hey on every cell of my body, of my mind, of my soul, of my spirit within my DNA that I am now as Christ in the earth, a co-creator with Yahweh through Yeshua by the Holy Spirit spirit. That's how faithful he is. That's how faithful Yahweh is. So he calls you unto his faithfulness and he calls you to remind yourself of his faithfulness. 
Why? You build yourself from the Lord. And you may say, well, I, you know, I can't right now. I don't think I can. And maybe I'm going through something or maybe you're confused or maybe it's just a bad day. But you know what? Then you pray in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says pray in the Holy Spirit that you'll build up your most holy faith. So I step into the other dimension. That's what I love about praying in the Holy Spirit. I'm stepping into the other dimension and I'm praying the mysteries and the secrets of my Yahweh, of my glorious one, Yeshua, of the Holy Spirit, of Arach Kadesh. I go into the dwelling place of my Father and I become what I behold and I am beholding Yeshua. I am beholding Yahweh. I'm beholding Holy Ghost. I'm beholding the four living creatures. I'm beholding the seven spirits. I'm beholding the tree of life. I'm beholding the river of life. I'm trading on the trading floor before Yahweh. <coughs> Excuse me. I lay myself on the threshing floor of Yahweh. I lay myself on the threshing floor of Yahweh. Won't you do that with me right now? We lay ourselves on the threshing floor of Yahweh before our king. Have thy own way. You are alone or faithful. Have thy own way. You are alone or king. Have thy own way. You alone carry the keys to the mysteries and the secrets. Think about Yeshua as Yahweh was holding, this is when John the Revelator got pulled up into the heavens and Yahweh had a book of the seven seals that could not be opened. He said, no one is worthy. Think about this. No one is worthy in heaven or earth. And John began to cry because he saw by the spirit the power and the glory of the book and the intents of the book of the spirit of God that dwelled in it. But then the angel of the Lord said, don't worry. <laughs> Come on, don't worry. The son of God, the son of Judah, the most high, the most high Yeshua. He has reigned. He has taken his place. He is all authority. And he is the only one worthy to open the seals of the mysteries. Now we think it's only those mysteries that was unfolded to us, but he has the key to all mysteries of the word of God, all mysteries of the heavens. How faithfulness is our God that he sent Yeshua to abide in our hearts, that through his blood covenant, we are like him. And we walk in the governance of the covering of the blood covenant of Yeshua, and we are like him. Well, pastor, what if I don't act like him sometimes? Well, that would be everyone on the planet. We go rest in his secret place. Go rest in his mighty place. Go remember his faithfulness. Begin to decree his faithfulness and go sit on the mercy seat of the throne of Yahweh. And if repentance is necessary, repent. If forgiveness is necessary, ask for forgiveness. But go sit under the alignment of Yahweh. Go to the courts of Yahweh and get yourself judged by the Father, by Holy Spirit and Yeshua the Christ unto life and light and love through the blood covenant of Yeshua that you are free and that you are judged to light. 
See, that's his faithfulness. Well, I was talking to Annie M today. Y'all know a Marguerite Ream. She owns the bakery and probably the most representation of God's uncompromising love and unconditional love I've ever met in a human being. And she was sharing with me today about unconditional love. Let me tell you something. That's the kind of love our father has. See, now I'm just building myself up. Because by remembering who he is, by remembering his faithfulness, I now go sit in his uncompromising and unconditional love of mercy. Like I preached the other day of tender mercies. Because there's definitely a difference between mercy and tender mercies. But he gives tender mercies to his beloved. That's the mercy that says, you have no price to pay. You are just like me. You're in my beloved. You have no price to pay. I've paid it for you. I've taken on the contract. I've taken on the iniquity. I've taken on the failures. I've taken on the mistakes. I am the Lord most high. Come sit on my seat with me. This is what Yeshua says. He said, come sit on my seat with me because the father asked me to sit on this seat. So come abide in me and you abide in me and I abide in you. Then we will go and abide in the father and we will be one. See, that's the faithfulness of Yahweh. That's the faithfulness of Yeshua. So I just wanted to remind you today of Yahweh's holy faithfulness that's on your life. No matter if you're at your highest victory or your lowest moment, go sit on the other side of the veil by faith. If you don't know how to sin or dimensionally shift by faith, go see yourself before the throne of God. You can read about it. Revelation chapter four, Revelation chapter five. You'll get a picture of the throne of God. Go in your mind's eye and sit before the throne. Move yourself to the mercy seat and go lay yourself between the cherubims and let the glory light of the blood covered in Yeshua transcend through you so you see the beauty of the light being that you are. Once again, this is Apostle Craig Sagimabe. I love you. You are so beautiful. Share this with a friend. It will bless their soul. Until tomorrow, shalom.